This episode contains some foul language because we both have potty mouths. Oi, you! Oi! Oi, you! <laughs> Should we do this whole thing copy? <laughs> Shall we? Here, sounds good, mate. <laughs> For no fucking reason, because it's an American movie. <laughs> oh. No, actually, let's talk at a glacial pace. Oh, you know how that thrills me. <laughs> oh. Welcome back. Oh, sign off on a good Today we're doing. <laughs> <laughs> what do you guys think we're doing from that intro? I mean, you clicked on the uh, the title, <laughs> yeah, so... I mean, spoiler. No. <laughs> Le devil with Prada. Wee. <laughs> so... 2006. Good. It's so good. It's great. Like... It's so good. Yeah. I mean, I, I think everyone knows this. We're not... This isn't like a hot... This isn't really a hot take, but, you know, it's a, it's a good movie. <laughs> Hot take, guys. Devil Wears Prada, pretty good. I don't know if anyone's seen it before, but like, it's pretty, it's pretty good. <laughs> it's like it's this little indie movie that came out in the early two thousands. Yeah. Not many people have heard like, of it. Really low budget, didn't really like, yeah, didn't really reach that far. No, not many big names, <laughs> not many uh, big actors. Um, do you know? Like, I didn't even realize this, but um, when I was watching the credits, the the costume designer is like the same one from Sex in the City, and uh, yeah, Emily in Paris and stuff. Yeah, Patricia Field, she's an absolute icon. Big name in like fashion movies slash TV shows. Yeah, <laughs> she is Love great. It. I mean, Sex in the City and The Devil Wears Prada costumes oh, like bang on, insane. Like. Yeah. It makes complete sense that she did it now. Yeah. I didn't know before either. Yeah. yeah. I mainly only knew her name from like I think listening to that Sex and the Sea podcast that we both loved recently with the Oh yeah. Dolly Alderton, which is amazing. It was very good. Yes. Very good. <laughs> Do you actually did you see what the budget for the costumes was on this movie? Oh, no. <laughs> so I didn't know if this was the official budget, but in the end, Patricia Field estimates that they spent a million dollars <laughs> on costumes. Oh <laughs> Which makes it the highest costume budget in history. That's in insane. A movie. So, like, yeah. I'm assuming they did actually get outfits from all the designers that they, that they yeah. say they do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's good exposure for them, I guess. I mean, again, yeah. very, very famous I mean, designers probably didn't need the exposure, but you know, good exposure for like Chanel, <laughs> <laughs> for like Valentino. <laughs> they kind of needed some good press, you know. <laughs> but, um, but no, it was like. I mean, getting around to trivia, there's mm-hmm. also so much good trivia for this movie. Oh, yes. oh my God. So I'm going to throw so much at you. Cannot wait. <laughs> but because um, this is obviously based off Anna Wintour and Vogue. Yep. Um, a lot of the designers were kind of hesitant to get involved because everyone was like freaking mm. out. Like, oh, am I going to like, is she not going to put me in Vogue again? Because she obviously like is, I mean, as um, Miranda is in The Devil Wears Prada, she is like the most important person in fashion, really. Because <laughs> she's like, the gatekeeper to vote yeah i never thought about so, that they wouldn't have wanted to piss her off but yeah did it anyway so, <laughs> mm-hmm. well they wanted to get a lot more cameos from designers and models mm. but most people said no <laughs> the only yeah because they were just freaked out yeah, like sure i mean the, fair yeah the only people that they got in were giselle yeah i love that yeah and um valentino yeah valentino's there yeah, mm. but like everyone else was like, no, I'm scared. <laughs> <laughs> but they did get clothes from like all the oh, big yeah. ones. There's someone that they keep bringing up called Patrick de Marchelier, and I don't know if he's a real designer. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't look him up know, actually. But I'm assuming. <laughs> yeah. like, they don't shy away I mean, from could... mentioning like legit, legit names and stuff. So I'm guessing. Yeah, I like it because it makes it seem a lot more legit. Yeah. And like, yeah, like I'm glad the costume budget was insane because. Like, if they tried to do this on the cheap, it would have just been, like, a pretty naff movie. Whereas, like, yeah, this is proper, like, yeah. <laughs> they did it really well. And I fully believe that that is what, exactly what it would be like to work for, like, Anna Winter or mm. whatever, you know. Yeah, I don't doubt I it. I think it's fully realistic. Well, like, didn't the um, the author of the book actually work for a magazine like that, I think? So it's and she worked for Anna Wintour oh, in Vogue. I so, see. <laughs> yeah. so it's like, 
literally out okay, the window. So it's literally all true. It's a biopic. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> it is. <laughs> I mean, like, they change details. So there's a book that she wrote, which is obviously like what this yeah. is based I think off. I read but, it um, years ago. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, my God. It's good. I really want to read yeah, it. Yeah, it's very like pacey. It's good. Yeah. Mm. Love a bit of that. Yeah, yeah. But obviously, they change details in the script, like Miranda's American and mm. stuff. Yeah. Um, oh yeah apparently a lot of that was Meryl Streep because she didn't want it to just be like Mm -hmm. kind of a caricature of Anna Wintour yeah (laughs) yeah 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 fair fair um I love that we kick off the soundtrack with Sunny Katie Tunstall yes (laughs) it's great (laughs) oh that's such a good song like random fact my dad loves that song I remember (laughs) yes he told me once that he just like put that song on and then just like span around the living room in circles like <laughs> round and round just like fucking loving it it's like it had to not came over me I just put it on really loud and just span in circles for the whole song honestly it's just like my favorite thing like such a vibe <laughs> honestly oh, fuck yeah Steve yep. so good um so many iconic people in this movie like where do we even begin like where do you even start so where do we oh (laughs) I mean like I don't know (laughs) (laughs) I just have a bullet point that says Emily Blunt and then nothing else so I guess I just that's all you need that's like the full sentence Emily Blunt Emily Blunt (laughs) Anne Hathaway Meryl Streep um you know, obviously obsessed with Stanley. Stanley. Oh, we stan. Yeah, we stan. We stan. The tooch. We stan a bit of Stanley. <laughs> We're going to see him IRL in like I know. October. Right? I'm very excited. So excited. Um, I kind of forgot about that. Yeah. And then I it. Also, he's in this new film that's coming out that I really, really want to see where it's like him and Colin Firth and they're like a gay couple and they just go on like a road trip together. And I'm like, fuck yeah. Oh my God, vibe. That sounds amazing. <laughs> but one of them's dying or something. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> that's my vibe oh god a bit of damper yeah. on things. <laughs> they like drive through the lake district or something or scotland i think fuck yeah. yeah let's go i think it comes on out location. like next week i'm very excited oh, let's do um, it yeah but yeah stanley tucci he's amazing i always thought his character yeah. was like kind of an asshole but like i don't know i feel like i warmed to him in this on this re-watch. yes in my older years I understand him more he <laughs> yeah. was just doing his job <laughs> and like he works so hard yeah. and he's like up in here for 18 years and then you know he gets passed over I know heartbreaking Fucking yeah yeah and he's like my time will come and she's like will it, will it? <laughs> will it though like, I don't know <laughs> probably not but I, <laughs> but I remain hopeful and you're like oh god <laughs> yeah no love his character obviously he has says those are savage things to Andy but yeah <laughs> all iconic lives <laughs> this is the thing like knowing knowing full world that it is like a bit of a piss take of the fashion industry like you yeah. can allow some of that stuff because you're like okay he's not it's not actually serious like the movie isn't saying yeah. that this this is like a good point of view <laughs> no yeah it's, I'm sure it's self-aware yeah but then I don't know part yeah. of me is like but the whole thing is so cool and like aspirational that also like maybe a little bit of it is condoning the way that they behave I don't yeah, know no, I know what you mean because <laughs> like but then this is like the whole thing with like what the moral of the movie is because I find the messaging so confusing yeah. that I'm like I don't even really know like skipping to the um well yeah the moral of the story but like mm. Honestly, what are they trying to say? Because I'm like, are they trying to say, yeah, like work hard in whatever job it is, even if it's like a bit against your morals or whatever, because mm. it's worth it for like your career eventually? Or are they saying like, no, quit it if it's not like you, because like you shouldn't waste your life doing that? Like, I don't even know what they're trying to say. Yeah, honestly, I don't know either. But I think, I think, I guess the fact that she's based it on her own experience, it's just her being like, this is what. This is what it's like and this is what happened to me not like not that there's like yeah. a kind of overall like moral or like places leading to i don't know do you know what i mean yeah i suppose maybe they're not even trying it's just like yeah. this was someone's experience yeah but you know it just i don't know it feels like they're trying to say something with it like mm. when she quits but i know what you mean and there's also the whole like thing with nate oh we'll get into oh that. my god yeah okay i actually yeah i have i have feelings about that that i surprised myself with so 
we will oh, yeah? we'll get into that later but oh, we'll yeah I don't know, how do you feel about the whole like <laughs> the weight stuff like because obviously God. it's pretty gross a lot of it but then yeah I'm like I don't know if they're actually saying that like I don't know I don't know if they're like judging it or like saying this is wrong yeah um I yeah when Miranda's like I'll hire the smart fat girl <laughs> and then Stanley Tucci's character is always calling her six which is a UK size 10 so they're like two sizes down and then she says she got to a four which is an eight yeah like, and then he's like, like "Woo, well done like yeah go, like good for you and I'm like Oh, no. and then they're like oh nothing in here is gonna fit you like they're all sample sizes yeah, um that... which I mean to be fair I guess that's true if they are all sizes zero then they probably wouldn't have fit a size six yeah. but like like um, it's the fact that she's again it's like it's very similar to Bridget Jones thing like the fact that she's yeah, made out to be fat and I'm insane. like you know she's actually like she's thin to begin with and who even gives a fuck and like I don't know now like now models in magazines are not all size zero like things have moved on it's definitely better than it was at that point (laughs) yeah so I'm like at least I don't know like with Bridget Jones I feel like that was a choice that they made to like make it seem like that's fat Mm. and that's not good enough whereas with this I'm like I mean it is Vogue is the fashion industry like everyone working there would have been like expected and pressured to be tiny yeah. so I guess it's probably realistic and they do take the piss out of it with like Emily's yeah. character when she's like I'm on yeah. this diet where I don't eat anything when I feel like I'm about to faint I eat a cube of cheese <laughs> oh my god <laughs> it's like yeah like they definitely take the piss yeah yeah so I don't know I, I think it's not as bad as Bridget Jones no that it feels like a definite choice they're like obviously that's fat when it's not then it's definitely not um whereas yeah I think this is unfortunately realistic for the time hopefully it's not as bad now and they don't like show her kind of like purposefully eating less and stuff or like eating really healthy because like I mean at the beginning she's like true eating her clam chowder or whatever and he's like did you know that cellulite's one of the main ingredients in that something but like I don't know I feel like they don't show her eating later in the movie but it's just implied that maybe she lost weight just from like running around and being busy or something like, yeah well there is that bit where Nate makes her a sandwich and she's like I'm not even hungry yeah this is why these girls are so skinny that is true. I guess because she's implying that she's like stressed so she's not hungry yeah so at least it's not like she went on some crazy diet and lost weight you know yeah but then I mean also losing weight because you're stressed <laughs> is not a good thing well no exactly <laughs> I don't know it's just annoying that we have to like because we're doing movies obviously from the noughties and 90s we're gonna have this conversation yeah, a million yeah. times it's important <laughs> to have such though. A at that point <laughs> yeah yeah no I mean it's important to have it's just depressing that like comes up in all of these movies <laughs> from this time <laughs> yeah but you know it's like it's good to reflect on it is it is and of course the problematic makeover but it's annoying because like obviously I love it because who doesn't love that makeover (laughs) it is great it's morally wrong Mm, yeah I'm like she does look amazing but (laughs) I don't know I feel I feel attacked because I feel like I identify a lot more with the pre-makeover Andy than the (laughs) the post-makeover yeah like (laughs) although bringing back our section is it a wig oh yeah the fucking hair extensions are so bad <laughs> that they put in to make her do her like before hair. Mm. There's like just chunks of long bits out the back. <laughs> You're like, all right. Unless she just had a really terrible haircut, don't know. I don't mm-hmm. think so. But um, yeah, all that stuff aside, though, like, yeah, Nate, Nate is rude as hell, and like he's he tells rude. her when she gets the job, he's like, oh, was it a phone interview? And I'm like, that's not how you speak to your fucking girlfriend. Excuse me, no, you prick. Fuck <laughs> no, okay. honestly. Oh, yeah, okay, sorry. What were you going to say about Nate anyway? I just, okay. So, like, I don't hate him as much as I thought I did, which was interesting. Yeah. Like, before I, before I rewatched it this time, because I think, like, I've heard like, people talking about him quite a lot online recently, and like, people are like, mm-hmm. ugh, Nate was the real villain of this movie and stuff. <laughs> And I'm like, yeah, I see that. But also, I don't know, if I was him, I probably would be really pissed off at her because, like, she does kind of act like a dick quite a lot. But then, I don't know. I don't know if she does, though. Well... See, I I was like, 
trying to think about this and like you know that scene where it's like after she's had the makeover and she goes to meet her friends yeah. and she like brings them all this like free stuff yeah um that they're all like really happy to receive yeah. and then her phone's ringing and they're like teasing her and like not letting her answer I'd be so pissed off if like I had a work call and my friends were just like throwing my phone around I'd be like that's important that's my job and I've just come here and given you all this shit <laughs> and now you're like getting in my way so like honestly I thought that was rude <laughs> I wrote down was like sorry like she's just graduated and her friends look like they're 40 <laughs> do you know what I mean they all look oh my god <laughs> it is so yeah no so true I was thinking this like they all look way too much older than Anna I know and also like I mean I'm not gonna go I'm not gonna go on about this I could do it every time but the flat that they live in is ridiculous seeing as she's like oh I'm struggling like I've just graduated from college and I'm trying to get into journalism and he's like a chef and I'm like you can't fucking afford that flat <laughs> yeah but he's like not they like make a point that because he's going to move to Boston to be a sous chef so I think he'd be like really low down in the kitchen where he is yeah, yeah. it's not it's definitely not like head chef or sous chef like no yeah he's um like, and she's, the they imply she, yeah and they imply she's on minimum wage basically so like your salary is terrible yeah yeah um, so they would not have they'd have a studio at best they would probably they'd be in a and shed they have apartment. like an amazing apartment of like <laughs> they have an apartment with a bedroom you, you don't have a separate bedroom if you're on minimum uh, wage right I mean <laughs> like, in fucking New York yeah yeah I know but no I know you mean like when they're all at dinner and like what say Lily is like um a Oh my god, what's the word? What? You know, gallery person. Yeah, and like she fully like curates a whole exhibition. <laughs> oh yeah, an art curator. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, and then that's not entry level. <laughs> no. <laughs> Guy, what's his name? Doug? Is it? Is it Doug? I don't know something. They're a lawyer or banker or something. Yeah, but like they but just yeah. have a very old vibe. <laughs> no, you're so right because they like they they just left college. This is their, like their first jobs. Yeah, and like they they're like going to like dinner, drinking red wine. Like fuck I off. Know. <laughs> I wasn't doing that when I was twenty two. Forty. <laughs> no way. So twenty two. Lucky if I even got a Nando's. Like wasn't going for fucking <laughs> know, nice right? dinners with wine and like. The fact that Lily has like designer bags. Yeah. Like, how does she have designer bags? I know Andy gave one for free, but she implies that she's like had them before. Yeah. She's, she's like, like, this is, isn't even like this sold is out the everywhere. New Mark Jacobs. Like, yeah. I would not know what the new Mark Jacobs was. <laughs> also, oh, your bullshit. Who puts $8 worth of cheese in one sandwich? I'm mad. Yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> and also, what even is Yarlsberg? <laughs> I have a feeling it's kind of like um, Edam or something, something like that. But I'm like, why are you buying such expensive cheese? <laughs> like, what is that per kilo? He's like, for it to be $8 for like one sandwich. <laughs> like three slices. Oh God, it stresses me out. I need the per hundred gram <laughs> yeah. stat because I don't understand. Buying it from like the counter in some super expensive deli, like, come on now. I probably went to Whole Foods. <laughs> Fucking idiot. Oh, so good. Um, yeah, let's talk about Emily because I think she's yes. the best character. <laughs> oh my god, save. So yeah, much. she's my favorite character. I wasn't so sure on the um green eyeshadow she had on at the beginning. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was reading about like when I was reading about Patricia Field and all the costumes and stuff, mm. apparently. Um, so after Andy's makeover, her first outfit when she walks in slow mo mm. with the boots is head to toe Chanel. Oh uh, yeah. Um, yeah. Are you wearing and so apparently Chanel boots? Chanel- yes, I am. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Chanel were really keen for her to be wearing that outfit because they wanted to um, like appeal to a younger audience, mm-hmm, so they're okay. not just like middle-aged women yeah. Chanel yeah, suits yeah. or something. Um, and then after that, she's in like a lot of Calvin Klein. And just like more classic outfits, I guess, because mm. Patricia Fields was like, it's the most realistic because she's only kind of just shown an mm, yeah, interest in that's fashion. Fair. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas Emily was in a lot of Vivian Westwood and more like funkier stuff mm. that was apparently like, even when she dressed her in those things, they were supposed to look a bit ridiculous because they're like, she's going to be very like edgy and cutting edge fashion. That she's is been true. In this world. Yeah. I didn't think about that to be fair yeah but then a lot of the things became fashionable after that movie oh yeah just because it was so popular and they were like laughing about it (laughs) (laughs) we love it 
so good um she just has like some of the best lines as well like oh my gosh she does do you have a hideous skirt convention you need to be at (laughs) i'm sorry (laughs) i put that down as my favorite line yes and um i did at one point she's like oh my dad's coming in we're going for dinner and she's like whoopee (laughs) do you have any plans yes yeah i love that i'm totally gonna use that next time i'm in the office like yes i do bye (laughs) i'm yeah honestly i just need to start being more like savage with my responses no no yes no yes love it (laughs) she also made um you know the line where she's like i'm hearing this and i need to hear this yeah (laughs) she's like moving her hand Uh, that doesn't really work for a podcast but you know the bit i mean (laughs) i do she put that line in because she heard someone say it in the supermarket today oh wow that's such a good piece of trivia (laughs) oh yeah love it um i love the scene with the when they're doing like the run through and then i don't lie like it was pretty rude of her to just like start sniggering in the corner (laughs) <laughs> yeah like, no, you fully deserved this takedown from randa but um and she did she goes through the whole history of the the blue and like how it's filtered down into the, the bargain basement where she picked up her lumpy yes. sweater <laughs> that's the theory of a trickle down fashion oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's so good it's like yeah so well written that scene i love it it's so iconic it's great yeah it's so good like when yeah no she was totally rude like why would you just yeah like fucking snigger in the corner that was her first day as I well. I'm like, surely you'd like wait till you actually know something about it until you start like getting too big for your boots <laughs> yeah not nah, fully ridiculous i did actually so i put this as my plot hole yeah. for the movie was just like how hideously dressed she is at the beginning <laughs> like i think it's it's too much i mean <laughs> like, it's very exaggerated isn't it it's like yeah like when they pan down her outfit like the clothes are bad but then they go to the shoes and she's wearing those bizarre like, like slip-on yeah, clogs like i don't even know what they are <laughs> like i mean she would not be like she's just gone to college like she's young she's i don't know she's like she wouldn't be yeah. it wouldn't be that bad they act like <laughs> she's come out of like an amish community or something like Literally. or like jehovah's <laughs> witness or something like she's never seen the outside world before <laughs> like full on no it's ridiculous oh, i watched this with andy actually and yeah. he said at the beginning like god they really went to an effort <laughs> to make her look <laughs> truly horrible yeah. and it's like why did anne hathaway keep getting made over like in films as well <laughs> sake. it's like princess diaries all over again um, yeah so do you think they went a bit too far with how mm, inept she was at the start i mean <laughs> in terms of dressing herself yeah i do kind of like her style like you know at the end where she kind of like reaches a compromise between her former yeah. self and her and her new fashion self like i do quite yeah, like yeah, the look makes sense right at the mm-hmm. end and uh oh she just wears some amazing stuff like oh, i just i could go on for hours well. but yeah i love like the velvet yeah. coat she has i love the um oh, yeah kind of want some thigh high boots now after watching that <laughs> honestly oh. why not yeah like to be fair at one point she wears boots that swear go all the way up to her butt and i'm like that's a bit much but you know <laughs> i don't remember those ones <laughs> but yeah they look You're looking out for them next time yeah yeah, she she dresses quite like vampy, doesn't she? A lot in this in this movie, you know, like the dress yeah. she has for like when she goes to Paris and stuff at the end. Oh yeah, vampy. I love that outfit. Yeah, I was thinking though, like the whole time, like is someone styling these outfits for her because she couldn't just go from like yeah. no fashion sense to like it's one thing to be given loads of clothes, but like you have to know how to put them together yeah. and like how to style them I kind and like of... all the outfits are incredible so someone must have been telling her what to do yeah. <laughs> surely obviously at the start she gets styled by nigel and he gives yeah. her the stuff but i'm like yeah i did think that as well i was like does she keep going back to him like every day to be like where's my outfit for tomorrow <laughs> like yeah like, and also would she be buying these clothes or like no way giving them? because she could she can't afford those she's wearing like thousands she's of dollars worth of wage. clothes <laughs> Yeah. So, yeah I mean this is the thing that's always annoying about movies when it's showing <laughs> yeah people in jobs that don't get paid much wearing like insanely expensive yep. outfits like, 
And then everybody oh, being like, shit. why can't I wear that? <laughs> I mean, maybe they're just in thousands of dollars worth of credit card debt, but you know. I mean, yeah, maybe. <laughs> it's possible. That's, yeah, that's an option. Yeah. Shan't, shan't take it though. <laughs> Oh my god, speaking of lines, when Emily's when Andy's like, wish me luck when she's going mad trying to get the Harry Potter book. Mm. And Emily's like, shan't. Yeah. <laughs> Such a vibe. Oh, I've carried that forward in my life. Shan't. Like I say that all the time. <laughs> it's so good. So good. <laughs> like to the point where we were watching this yesterday and Andy was like, is that where you got that from? <laughs> and you're like, indeed like, it is. Yes. <laughs> um, I'm going to talk about creepy fashion guy well i feel like there's two creepy fashion guys i feel like the first guy is also creepy you know um james holt <laughs> oh which is when do you he, think he's creepy well he's just creepy to andy when she's like turns up at his party and he's like oh come get a drink and he's like she'll have the punch i'm like oh, <laughs> gross it's again this thing of um someone ordering for you like go away. I mean, yeah that is that is annoying <laughs> it's patronizing don't like it true it is he has a creepy smile i think didn't think about that yeah and then obviously you've got christian oh i just don't trust any men with blonde eyebrows to be honest (laughs) (laughs) the most unfair thing i've ever said in my life what if they just have blonde hair (laughs) no funny but like (laughs) he's just very gross like very very gross um, yeah, no, I don't love him. Also upset me when he said that he knew a falafel restaurant that would t- change her life. <laughs> and I was like, has <laughs> since when has falafels ever changed anyone's life? <laughs> I mean, let's let's be honest. Nine out of time ten. Wait, what did I just say? <laughs> Nine out of time ten. <laughs> I knew what you meant. <laughs> you know what I mean. <laughs> they're normally dry, so yeah, like they're normally gross. Well, not gross, but like they're not going to fucking change your life. Come on. No, like I always want them to be better than they are. That, so yeah. that's the definition of disappointing. Uh, yeah, I just didn't, I didn't love anything about him. Yeah, I don't believe him. <laughs> Unless he's a, he's always been a vegetarian and he just yeah. doesn't understand that like I mean, falafels aren't that good. You can get good like Middle Eastern food in Paris. That's, that is a fact. However, falafels are not like top of my list. No. And there's so much better vegetarian food than falafels. <laughs> yeah in my opinion which is the right opinion mm. i know right <laughs> yeah so plot hole of the movie yeah 100 percent. but a falafel can change your life <laughs> oh yes um another one for me is how she even manages to get the harry potter manuscript because like, oh god <laughs> okay so i'm not pretending to know all the ins and outs of this of these things like i'll probably learn more you give us an industry <laughs> insight but um have we told the listeners what your job is <laughs> so i mean i feel like, day job i feel like everyone <laughs> that listens to this probably already knows <laughs> i'm gonna publish um <laughs> no but like i just feel like it's complete bullshit that she would be able to get an unpublished manuscript i mean yeah i don't know maybe maybe i'll learn that that is a possibility (laughs) the only thing that made me think we were literally talking about this the other day because i i'm a graphic designer and we was we were talking about this the other day when we were saying like you can do graphic design for publishing Mm. like you can work for publishers and like they get the books before they're published to read and then yeah you know imagine the artwork yeah. which is how she said she got it so i'm like i mean maybe oh, you can get like early they copies they couldn't just give it away yeah <laughs> like... you can get early copies and stuff but on like proof copies but i just mm. don't know if they would give one to like i guess she's not like a random man. she is like an important person but like then she could have just yeah. with harry potter as well like they were kept they would have been kept so under lock and key because yeah so many millions of people like wanting to find out what happened i'm just like mm. what if they like left it on the train and then somebody got hold of it and just like posted it all online or something I'm like mm, kind of i feel like it's bullshit also yeah, like that's absolutely funny to imagine like who she, she's trying to like ring up like the editors at bloomsbury <laughs> which is why i work <laughs> currently she's been like oh yeah give me this book because <laughs> they published harry potter right yeah yeah oh my god that's so funny yeah oh that's like in the in the parallel film industry like they called like andy called your workplace Mm, yeah literally well like probably the new york office but (laughs) 
true which i don't know if they had one actually in 2006 so basically cats a character in <laughs> basically was heavily involved in this movie when i was, she was on the other side of that phone <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah but i mean i do love that that element of the movie like i think it's quite funny when the she's like yeah you need to procure this impossible book for me that hasn't been published yet <laughs> i know so. i do i kind of wish they had more like wild tasks that she got given because yeah. those bits are always really fun and then she actually proves herself because she manages to pull it off yeah great oh, i have not looked at my notes once this whole time oh i mean just flowing we're just absolutely Vibing. flowing there's just so much to talk about there really is what have i put um i put her friends are annoying <laughs> <laughs> do you know what else is annoying is the little like baby voice that she does when like, nate's mad at her because she missed his birthday and she's like oh i'm sorry <laughs> i'm just like oh, shut the fuck up <laughs> <laughs> oh no! I hate that. <laughs> Do you like the cute little cupcake she brings in though? But he doesn't appreciate. Yeah, that was kind of cute. Kind of cute. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Yeah. No, I feel like we never even finished the whole like where we stand on Nate thing. But yeah, I'm just like, it's like it's not even a year of her life, and like we're. Imp- I think it's implied that they've been together for like a good few years, like because they were like through college yeah. and now they're living together. And it's like, obviously, it would be a bit shit if your partner was, like, working all hours of the day. You didn't see them that much. But then it's like, it's, you know, it's what's going to be good for them for the future. Like, she said the whole time, I'm only going to do this for a year. Like, she didn't even do a year. She did, like, six months or something. Because she left by, like, autumn. Because that's when the fashion week was. was. When she gets the new job at the end, he's like, that was less than a year. Yeah. Um, And I'm like, I feel like you would just be like... It would definitely be annoying and there'd be like arguments or whatever, but you wouldn't break up with them. <laughs> I don't know. No. I guess obviously it's, it's very personal to what like you expect from a relationship. <laughs> but yeah. I do think also like he's, he's probably working a lot as well, as well, like being a chef. Yeah, like he'd be working probably working really every night late as well. Like yeah, no, I mean I don't sympathize with him for like the the vast majority of it, but like I think it's just that birthday scene is like kind of sad because yeah. I'm like, oh I'm like to be fair, if it was me, if it was my birthday and like my partner didn't turn up and like yeah. they'd promised they had they would and stuff, I would be annoyed. But like Yeah, no, I did <laughs> it isn't really her fault as well. That is the only point when I was like, I mean that I would be sad, like if yeah. that happened to me. But then also like you see the other side of it. And that creepy Christian blonde eyebrows man is like, um, I can introduce you to like edit my editor from the New York Times. Yeah. And like, that's such a good opportunity for her. Like, that's exactly what she wants to do. And she says no, because she wants to get back. Yeah. Um, and I am kind of like, like, oh. You should have just gone for yeah. it. He's going to be pissed off either way. <laughs> I, I don't know. It's a tricky one, isn't it? Yeah. It's a weird one, but... Yeah, I just I think I went into this expecting to just be like, oh yeah, Nate is the villain, he's the worst. But like, it's a bit more like nuanced than that. It is. <laughs> it's a nuanced maybe. No, nuanced. <laughs> um, should we? Let's get, let's move on to Paris. Oh yeah, okay. Because there's so much to dig into in Paris. I feel that is. Um, yeah. <laughs> Before they even go, I don't get why she yet even tells Emily that she was chosen to go to Paris because she couldn't have gone anyway because she's in a car crash conveniently <laughs> right Ooh, yeah. so I'm, like, I'm like why did she even need to tell her that she could have just been like oh yeah sorry it's too bad you can't go anymore so I'll have oh, to go yeah. instead oh my god you're so right <laughs> that's my plot hole <laughs> gets run over <laughs> yeah I'm like after her being conveniently run over she then ruins it by telling her that Miranda chose her anyway I mean, yeah so like, obviously she point? wouldn't have been able to go yeah, she's literally broken her leg. Like, she can't fly. No. <laughs> so, yeah, that's my plot hole, that she she didn't need to say anything. Yeah, fucking hell. <laughs> even considered that. Because it's really yeah. soon after, isn't it? Because even, like, after they've got mm. back from Paris and Andy's quit, they show her in the office, like, on crutches. <laughs> yeah. Unless she thinks she could go on crutches. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, maybe. I mean, she could have, <laughs> I guess. 
yeah I really enjoy when she's in the hospital and she's just like fully tucking into like yes. chocolate mousse but, like fucking <laughs> I'm just like so happy for her I'm, like that's the yeah, first like, proper thing you've eaten in months <laughs> treat yourself <hun>. honestly <laughs> please get the calories you need to survive yeah <laughs> yeah I think she yeah. is just so good in that scene like just just a really good balance of like just hectic and like fraught and just yeah just like losing the plot but not to the point where it's like ridiculous mm, it's so good like think thinking about all the other movies that she's done since like this was like very early on for her wasn't it yeah like oh she's just so great love emily blunt mm-hmm. she's so good oh my god do you want a few casting uh options like who could have been <gasps> yes <best? laughs> always oh, okay <laughs> so Anne Hathaway was the ninth choice for this role. What? Yeah. So I don't I don't have all nine. <laughs> um, Rachel McAdams was offered this role three times and refused three times. So I'm assuming they just upped the money each time and she just kept saying no. Yeah, isn't that mad? So weird. I can't picture her in this movie. See, I can. I think she could have, like, I can see her doing it. I mean, so like, I think, yeah, I think what Anne Hathaway does really well is like, she has that real fine balance between being like this wide eyed, innocent girl and then like actually having a bit of a side to her that loves being this like fashion bitch. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Whereas like, Rachel, I know Rachel McAdams can do nasty, but like, I don't know. To me, she's just very like sweet and cute. Yeah, but like Regina George, come on. Yeah, no, that is true. That is true. I guess I'm thinking of her more in like about time and and stuff like that. Yeah, I can I can see exactly why they thought she would be perfect for it. Yeah, because like Regina George and then like all the yeah more like wholesome characters she's done. It makes sense. Yeah, I think she would have been great. But like, I love Anne Hathaway in it. But um, you know, like loads of other people considered before Anne Hathaway and auditioned um and yeah Anne Hathaway basically like begged for the role because <laughs> at this point she'd done like Princess Diaries, Ella Enchanted, she'd only done like teen movies so they were like yeah. oh, you're too much of like a teen icon we can't see you in like a dramatic role basically mm. um and you were saying though she like didn't want to be typecast yeah um, she really wanted to like she- yeah, because she had to be convinced to even do Princess Diaries too, because she was like, oh, yeah. I'm just going to get typecast as like a kid's actor, <laughs> which she literally was, because she had to like yeah. fucking fight to get this role. Pretty much. Yeah, but then the reason she got it finally is because Meryl Streep advocated for her, because she saw her in, uh, she'd done Brokeback Mountain at this point, Yeah, which I haven't actually seen, but she's in that. Meryl? No, oh. um, Anne Hathaway was in Brokeback oh, Mountain. Oh yeah, no, she is, she is. I actually never finished that movie. I like fell asleep. Oh no! <laughs> Great review. <laughs> yeah, I was very hungover. I think, <laughs> but um, yeah, I do want to watch it at some point. Yeah, I forget she's but in yeah, that. She got there eventually. You know, we stand Meryl. She's she's an sure advocate. Yeah, and then Anne Hathaway. I'm sorry, Meryl. That character mm-hmm. was written with Glenn Close in mind. Oh, see, which makes yeah. Sense. I mean, I feel like they are quite similar. I mean, they're similar in looks, at least. Yeah, and you thought they were the same person, so <laughs> I guess that yeah, says something. I could see that. <laughs> um, but she refused it because she was sick of being typecast as a villain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, because she's like Fatal Attraction. She was um, she was Cruella as well, wasn't she? Yeah, the, uh, so good. Disney live action, mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, wow. But, I mean, Meryl did amazing. I think, yeah, she... I can't see anyone else doing as good a job as her in this movie. Like she is flawless. So good. And like just the delivery is incredible. That was all her as well. Like the whole like whispering calm voice was completely her idea. (laughs) It's oh the absolute ultimate is the scene where they're like discussing um what to do for like the next issue and she's like, you know, I was thinking like some florals and she's like florals for spring. Groundbreaking. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's so good. Yeah. And like, this sweater was selected for you by the people in this room from a pile of stuff. (laughs) She's just so good. Yeah. She's, um, she said, apparently, that's modeled off how Clint Eastwood talks on set. 
Wait, what? I don't know. <laughs> that was random. Yeah, I don't know much about him, to be honest, but that's what she said. And she was also saying that, like, I don't know, whisper, like uh, having a quiet voice is powerful because everyone has to, like, lean in to listen to you. And, like, which mm. I never really thought about. Yeah. I was like... Why I talk so quietly has to (laughs) power over everyone. (laughs) Yeah. Mm. Um. Back to Paris. Oh yeah. Like, did you notice the bit where there um is the bit where she just tells Andy that she's like getting divorced, and then they're like going through the seating chart for an event that they have the following (laughs) day. She's like, we need to we need to move Snoop Dogg to my table. I mean, so funny. of course he was there. I was thinking, was this in his Snoop Lion phase? Did they get that wrong? <laughs> but Snoop Lion. I think that was afterwards. <laughs> oh my God, I forgot about Snoop Lion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do like all the name dropping in. Yeah, brands and stuff is so fun Like to listen out for. Yeah. And she's like, where are we going to put Donatella? Because she's barely speaking to anyone. <laughs> yeah. There's also a point where... Um, Nigel mentions Halston, which I never knew before, but I just watched the yeah. Netflix series. <laughs> I picked that up as well. I've only watched oh, the first yes. episode so far. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh my god, I didn't even give you the best casting. What if um, oh. Nigel? Oh my god, you're gonna freak out. <laughs> you know who is? So Stanley Teacher was literally cast the weekend before filming, like really what? last minute. They auditioned like over 150 people or something for the role he's so good do you know who was number two who nearly got this are you gonna say Ewan McGregor no (laughs) (laughs) oh I don't even know who I can picture was it is it like a gay actor or no yeah like Mm. not really known for acting per se but like absolutely iconic if I say where he's from I feel like you'll get it immediately but Irish okay and Oh, not really. I don't know. Oh, Graham Norton. What? I know. <laughs> Can you believe I that? Actually, his name did cross my mind, but I was like, he's well, in- like, yeah, he doesn't really act that much. Yeah, he did act. I mean, he's in Father Ted. Oh, incredible character. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, that's so weird. Yeah, I can't can picture that, that at all. I know. I know. Like, I just. I mean, I'm sure he would have been great, but like. Yeah, the acting that he has done that I've seen anyway is all being like comedy. So it's really hard to imagine him doing something a yeah. bit more serious. I guess it is kind of it's a comedic role, like yeah, but, yeah. There are also serious parts. No, I don't. I don't think that would have worked. <laughs> I mean, as well, not as well. I just yeah, Stanley Tucci is so good. I love him he in is, this role. Yeah, he was like meant to play this role. So role. yeah, it's so good very it. weird imagining Graham Norton in it, but. Mm. I'm sure it still would have been iconic. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean. Absolutely obsessed. Um, so, yeah, we've got, like, the events. Yeah, and then she ends up shagging Christian. Like... Also, I love that they have to give him, like, a shit scarf to show that he's a journalist. <laughs> oh, my God, his scarf is so bad. Like, a stripy, like, pashmina. <laughs> Get off <Yeah>. your scarf. <laughs> you're at fashion um, so, week <laughs> <laughs> it's like one of those little scarves that like all the boys used to wear at school in like year 10 or something like a stripy scarf <laughs> i'm gonna hate it but not like one for yeah. winter it's like a light scarf no yeah um i did fact check him because you know at one point he's like i'm staying at this great hotel in the seventh and then um I just, you know, someone that loves Paris, like looked outside the window and you can see the Eiffel Tower. And I was like, is this bullshit? And then I looked up on the map and I was like, okay, fair enough. That is actually <laughs> near the Eiffel Tower. <laughs> I do think it's so weird in movies when they do stuff like that and they don't get it right. I'm like, it would be like yes. such a quick Google. <laughs> like, there was no reason for you to like mention that so specifically and then get it wrong. Exactly. So, I mean, that's good. Did their research. Yeah yeah um do you notice that when they show her in the bed next morning um and they like the camera like pans around and just see her toe poking out of the covers and she's got toe rings on <laughs> oh, i can't remember that <laughs> toe rings. oh my god i call so bullshit in her new like fashionista style she would <laughs> no. not a toe ring wouldn't be involved in that makeover <laughs> honestly toe rings should never be involved in life <laughs> 
I mean, what is the point? I don't understand. <laughs> so uncomfortable. Oh, no. I definitely tried one oh, my... in the late nineties. Oh yeah, I definitely wanted one for sure. There was only like there was like foot jewelry, like little anklets and stuff. Oh, yeah, like people were obsessed with foot jewelry back in the day. Oh, my God. <laughs> ankle bracelets do you remember like how much more of a thing it would be to like you were going on holiday and you'd just have like a full holiday wardrobe that was like ridiculous yeah. shit like fucking like <laughs> wicker cowboy hats and like yeah toe rings and like these ridiculous like like long like tiered like hippie skirts like stuff that you would yeah. never wear in real life you're like oh it's my holiday wardrobe gotta get out my 100%. cork wedges <laughs> just like absolute <laughs> shit I know. Do you remember? I swear there's, there was like a thing where it was like a ring that you put on your toe and then it was attached to like chains and then you would like attach it around your ankle as well. So it was oh. like a full like foot harness. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and summers sell them. <laughs> oh God, yeah. <laughs> oh my God, I actually remember. I've just had terrible flashbacks. Mm. <laughs> I'm not going to lie though, like... <laughs> How would you wear shoes? I swear, I swear Zara is selling them now though this summer. Like, I mean, Zara does some stupid shit all the way back. Oh, yeah. fuck it out. Um... I literally saw a TikTok <laughs> the other day that was like, when you're trying to buy a dress online, and then it just shows these images of women like fucking half behind like plants and like doing handstands. <laughs> and you're like, I just want to see the fucking dress. <laughs> Honestly, half the time they're not even wearing the item that they're like supposed to be advertising. <laughs> so straight <laughs> oh my god i know we talked about this before but zara saw your website out you dickheads i know right it's so shit <laughs> <laughs> we don't need like an a-level art project photography shoot like just <laughs> show the clothes i know but it's like shit on purpose i swear they like they do it all deliberately yeah i mean they're trying to be artismal Ajar. <laughs> i know but yeah it's very annoying yeah, going back to her outfit the next morning, I actually think it's kind of looks kind of good. She has a little fur, um, you know, throw thing on her shoulders. I'm obsessed with that. It's like a fur scarf, and then it's got like <laughs> long bits with bobbles on the end. Yeah, and she kind of looks good with the panda eyes, you know, and her little like fur throw on. Yeah. Oh my god, I just cannot believe how gorgeous she is. Like especially oh, in the Paris scenes at the end, I feel like there's a lot of close-ups mm. of her face or something, and I'm just like, yeah. she's just gorgeous. It's <laughs> that bit where she's like, "I'm not your baby." Yeah, <laughs> love that line. Great. Oh, my heart breaks so much for Nigel. Oh, like I know. The, the bit right at the end where she's got the big speech, she announces he's not getting the job. But then I'm but then I'm torn because I'm glad that she's keeping her job. Yeah. But then obviously I'm not glad yeah. that he's lost out. <laughs> he kind of, she kind of deserved to be the one that was booed out, right? Because she screws everyone over. <laughs> I mean, I, don't know. I thought that were they, the way that blonde eyebrows explains it was that <laughs> like they're replacing her basically because Jacqueline would be ch- like way cheaper mm, with like a younger cheaper version yeah. yeah that's not the best and I do feel and I it is kind of gutting when you realize that like her husband's just left her and her whole career is about to crumble yeah and you're like whoa that would like destroy you yeah fully so yeah like glad that didn't happen it's her but... life like a runaway is her life yeah, so yeah. I definitely didn't want her to lose it. And she obviously does it well, like fucking hell. <laughs> it's very successful. Yeah. I love that she's got like her list of all the people that have said that they would follow her. And, and she's yeah. basically like, I will bring you down. Fucking if you power like move. No, 100%. Yeah, it's great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like, people just don't like to see women get that powerful. I honestly don't think it would have been the same conversation if she was a dude, you know? Yeah, and the chairman of like the the magazine company is obviously like yeah a man. I think the ending is just like pure like dramatic. It's Shakespeare. Shakespeare, <laughs> pure Shakespeare. <laughs> well, when she leaves the car and throws the phone in and throwing the phone into the fountain is so iconic throwing the sidekick in i'd have killed for a sidekick at the time are you kidding i wanted like a bejeweled one like they had on 90210 oh my god or like a blackberry (laughs) the fucking phone though the ringtone stresses me out so much oh my god i know (laughs) 
fucking hell even the first time i heard it like at the beginning of the movie i was like oh that's like in my blood like that ringtone oh triggering i've been conditioned <laughs> literally yeah but um, no i do really enjoy her throwing it into the fountain and then just sauntering off yeah. although one thing that just stressed me out was i'm like how is she gonna get home <laughs> she's got no phone <laughs> yeah i mean they kind of left that uh, up in the air i'm guessing she's got her passport and her boarding pass like you had back in the day yeah, like seeing... an actual printed out boarding pass yeah, back at the them. hotel <laughs> she must have had a personal phone like that must have been a work phone i don't know yeah big news yeah. <laughs> yeah um something else that stresses me out about the ending is when she meets up with nate again in the cafe mm-hmm. and then it's implied that they're like that they haven't seen each other in weeks or whatever and I'm like but they live together <laughs> did they move oh, out yeah. because they never showed that happening <laughs> oh my god you're so right she must have moved yeah. out before she left to Paris I guess so but like oh, yeah, it's implied so that it happens very quickly though because she doesn't mm. even tell him that she's going to Paris until like right up until when she goes she didn't think she was going yeah yeah and then she's like oh well, maybe this comes at a right like a good time we can just have a break while i'm away so i'm sure yeah, she would have like... moved her fucking belongings out gone <laughs> in her apartment <laughs> you would not have thought so but yeah maybe and yeah where the fuck did she go when she got back because it was like i had it yeah to, like up in boston when you were gone i'm like she wasn't gone that long <laughs> <laughs> yeah and it's like they clearly don't live together if they had to meet up in a cafe oh i don't know i mean it was a that's a plot hole yeah and like she was there for fashion week which i mean sorry if i'm being pig-headed but i'm assuming fashion week <laughs> is a week <laughs> a week <laughs> so, like, that's, not that long. that's so obtuse of you <laughs> maybe it is i get the uh, fashion heads like obviously fashion week is two months <laughs> you stupid bitch <laughs> Uh, no like yeah, i think no, that's right. a valid assumption <laughs> <laughs> thanks but yeah you know sure yeah fuck knows <laughs> i don't know where she went she wasn't staying yeah. with um lily anyway because she hates her mm, clearly not she's got no friends left second movie where her best friend is called lily oh yeah i never made that connection well done <laughs> um i love the bit where she sees miranda for the last time and uh she just makes eye contact with her mm-hmm. and she does that like turn backwards into the car and <laughs> she's just iconic but then she has that little little chuckle to herself little like, smile <laughs> yeah 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 it's great and then her iconic last line she's just like go <laughs> Oh yeah, <laughs> to the driver, girl. <laughs> she doesn't even need more than one word. Yeah, it's just the delivery is so good. The delivery is perfection, flawless. Meanwhile, she's a Academy Award-winning actress. Mm-hmm. I guess she won the uh, Golden Globe for this role. Oh yeah, it's honestly yeah, iconic performance. Iconic, incredible. Yeah, yeah. So. I don't know if you already said this, but what's your ultimate favorite outfit? Oh, um, do you know? Yeah, I think I do really love that first one where she like she first has a kind of makeover, and then I thought you meant like her first outfit of the movie when she's in like a <laughs> shirt. Um, okay, no shaming, but like, don't love that one. <laughs> but yeah, no, I love yeah the one where she's got all the Chanel and she's got like her boots, the iconic Chanel boots. Yeah, yeah. That one's pretty great. Absolutely iconic. There are so many good ones. Oh. She has some questionable hats, I think, at some some points. Mm. Oh my god, yeah, she has to do least favorite as well. There's like a Baker Boy hat yeah. she wears at one point. I know the one which you're thinking my of. Fave. <laughs> like it's like tweed or something. Yes, it's, it's like, <laughs> like a tweed fat cap. I just think that's like one accessory too many. It's like yeah. that outfit. Honestly, I love a Baker Boy hat, but maybe not a tweed one. <laughs> Yeah, it's just the fact that it's like a tweed flat cap, but like a farm would wear. Yeah, it's very puffy as well. Like it's a very, it's an intense bake boy. And like she's wearing a shirt down all the way up to the top and then with like an off the shoulder top over the top. It's mm, like yeah. all the way at her shoulders. But then just like, I guess like having a shirt underneath an off the shoulder top means that like the shirt keeps bunching up by her shoulders and it's just not a very good look. 
so impractical and then she has like an insane necklace on this was really the period of statement necklaces I, uh, oh yeah but like yeah. these ones i feel like do better than the statement necklaces that would have been in like general shit movies because like they're from <laughs> chanel so yeah <laughs> they're cut above yeah um but yeah she's also got some hectic chanel necklace because it's got loads of like chanel logos on it mm. and she's wearing this bag that's like it's like round with a handle on it it's, it's the outfit she's wearing after she drops off the book and Miranda tells yeah, her yeah yeah and it's just like moodily walking around New York like oh what do I do <laughs> yeah what's your favorite so outfit though? agreed that's the worst um apart from obviously those insane shoes that she's wearing yeah <laughs> in the cerulean blue scene I th- oh yeah I think my fave is Ugh. like um <laughs> so hard to choose in in the Vogue sequence when she's got like all the amazing outfits on mm, that is there's great. this one that she's wearing but it's like fleeting where she's wearing a brown dress and like a brown leather like mac or something yeah and it's open yep, yep. and boots and it just looks so chic like I would mm. never think that I would choose that but she looks amazing yeah and then just the end of that sequence the, she's wearing like knee-high boots, black tights, black dress, and she's got like loads of necklaces on. And that's the one that Miranda yeah. like stops and looks at her. Oh in. yeah, yeah. And then she wears that then for like mm-hmm. the following scene or whatever. But that is a great one. Oh, yeah, yeah. Just so many fab outfits. Yeah, love it. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Nigel's intense ring kind of stressed me out though. Oh my god, he has some weird stuff. Like, there's also a point where he's wearing like a sort of ombre sweater, and it's like brown, brown and green Ooh, ombre. I remember that. <laughs> it's intense. This was before ombre hair, but <laughs> at the time of ombre yeah. clothing. <laughs> yeah. Um, favorite line? Uh, it was the one previously mentioned. Um, oh my god, where is it? I'm sorry, do you have some prior commitment, some hideous skirt convention? <laughs> <laughs> I um there's one that I forgot to mention earlier, which was when Emily's got like her cold and she's like, Well, somebody's decided this is a Miranda. She's like, someone's decided to become an incubus of viral plague. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's my favorite. Oh my god, I know. Honestly though. Like fucking pre-COVID, I was like, uh, she's being so unfair. And now watching this with a COVID gaze, I'm like, honestly, fair enough. Yeah. Get her out of the office. <laughs> That's disgusting. Isn't that funny? She should not have been in the office. <laughs> I, I would I thought that was insane before. And now I <laughs> and now yeah, when she's like coughing in the meeting, I'm like, get out yeah. of here. <laughs> fully snotting on everything. Like, that's absolutely fair enough. Yeah. Like, get her out. And Miranda's like, any antibacterial wipes? <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Love it. An incubus of viral plague. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Although like totally honestly, kind of another plot hole. Um so like when the whole thing goes from like um Miranda then like promotes Andy kind of to like first assistant. I don't know if it's official, yeah. but she just starts treating her like how she used to treat Emily mm, and then like yeah, downgrades Emily much. because she gives the bag and the coat to Emily. <laughs> yeah um, like is that basically just because she forgot one name at the met ball yeah it feels like she it. didn't do anything else wrong <laughs> just because she couldn't remember the ambassador and the woman he left his wife for rebecca <laughs> i love that detail like i feel like they should have shown more of like like what she did like one what, name like her getting stuff wrong yeah like yeah how could she have been demoted for one name it's implied that like the cold had something to do with it as well and it's like <laughs> that's so messed that's up savage yeah like you can't get ill for one day <laughs> that shows weakness <laughs> of character i mean yeah it's clearly a very toxic work culture <laughs> very <laughs> fuck that's yeah, insane yeah. i know yeah it always used to confuse me what Nigel's job was, but I think he's just like a high up editor, I guess. Mm, 
Yeah, I think he's either an editor or he's like the maybe like the art director or something. Oh yeah, he does a lot of stuff with the designs, doesn't he? But then he also has a say in like the clothes that they show. Well, that's and, like, the thing the they do. So I don't know. He's basically the right hand man. I don't. To Mariah, yeah, don't yeah, literally. Yeah. Oh yeah, I never really mm-hmm. understood because for because you know that scene where Andy goes in and she's like complaining that Miranda hates her, um, and then mm. they do the makeover, but he's like looking at. He's like looking at layouts, so I'm like, is he yeah, a designer? Yeah. And then I remember watching it years ago and being like, oh my god, a graphic designer represented in Hollywood. <laughs> Amazing. Guys, there's not enough graphic designer movie roles. Oh my god. And there really should movies be. About, movies about graphic design. <laughs> <laughs> I have no one to look up to. Yeah. I mean, publishing uh, yeah. doesn't get much great representation basically got Bridget Jones and um <laughs> <Not> even <laughs> yeah close you have well you have Daniel Cleaver true true <laughs> also uh Daniel Cleaver and Miranda have the exact same entrance into the movie oh my god yeah elevator opens dramatic look ding yes <laughs> her coming up in the elevator is iconic as well yeah i love that the woman like leaves the elevator and is like sorry miranda <laughs> yeah <laughs> can you imagine imagine being so I'm important that someone leaves an elevator that they're already in and apologizes <laughs> for ever being in there so funny <laughs> yep you can imagine anna wintour doing shit like that though 100 percent. yeah yeah also the dragon lady the dragon lady <laughs> so like anna winter obviously who this is based off um mm. apparently yeah she was obviously like a bit apprehensive of it in the first instance yeah. but she she was invited to see like a pre-screening um yeah and reportedly so she went with her daughter <laughs> and it's uh, it's been said that people heard her daughter like lean in and be like they got that bit right <laughs> amazing and yeah she's never like officially commented on it but apparently she thinks it's decent she liked yeah. it yeah fair fair i mean she does come off like fairly well in this i guess yeah. apart from being like a horrific boss yeah you know definitely mean it's ugh, it's just a tricky one isn't it because it's like if it was a man people wouldn't blink once yeah twice well What's they the make phrase? she makes that point yeah yeah <laughs> she um yeah andy makes that point as well though doesn't she she's like if she were a man like nobody would call her yeah. the dragon lady or like no one would think anything of the fact that she was being tough no. they'd just be like oh she's, she's just really doing her, her job. job yeah so yeah which is a good point but then it's also a thing of like well but she's still being like a bit of an asshole at points so like yeah. is that a good <laughs> excuse like well a man can do this so why can't i I'm like, I don't know, I find that whole thing tricky to deal with because I'm like, we shouldn't like lower yeah. our standards to like, I'm not going to start sexually harassing men on the street because women do it all the time. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's yeah. obviously different, but it's like that kind of logic that I'm like, doesn't make it okay. But then I, I think this is very different though. It's like people would probably never insult yeah like have a problem with a male boss being the way that she is if she's just like so like her yeah you know she's accomplished and Mm. incredible yeah I think it's interesting as well like the 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 family stuff that they bring in for with Miranda because like yeah she's clearly struggling to like maintain this career and her marriage and her kids and Mm -hmm. everything like her marriage falls apart and stuff and like yeah it's clearly like something that is really hard to balance to keep a hold of all that stuff yeah as a successful power house of a woman yes fucking powerhouse <laughs> i just don't know why this it just always comes down to women like this conversation it's never about men like how do women balance having a career and having children like when do people ever say mm. that about men <laughs> like Jeez, fucking never why is it yeah, all down to us yeah. <laughs> He's sick of it. the world to rise. <laughs> Absolutely sick to the back teeth. <laughs> back teeth. <laughs> well, could talk about this movie all night. Exactly. As we have been. I feel like we should sum up. Yes. So uh, yeah, I mean I guess life lesson we've already we've already said there probably isn't one really. 
<laughs> yeah, it's basically a memoir almost. So it's just someone's life that's not necessarily yeah. a lesson. Yeah. I feel like that there are, yeah, there are elements of like be yourself, like you don't have to change to fit in to, to like achieve your goals or whatever. But she did. But, so, that's but she did. <laughs> like, she did have to change to be successful and be taken like seriously in that world. Yeah. And like the reason she gets the job at the end at like, New York Mirror or whatever it's called it's like because she did the job with Miranda and Miranda gave her a good reference so it kind of doesn't have that kick to it yeah (laughs) and I'm like I don't know obviously I'm not into like women having to change what they look like to be successful because that's not fair but then at the same time I don't even know like I haven't even fully formed this opinion as I'm saying it but I'm like as if you worked anywhere and I don't know like like I just got a new job recently so obviously I'm like looking into this whole new industry and area that I'm not used yeah. to knowing because like that's part of my job now so it's like I need to be aware of this to be good at my job and like respect the place I'm working I guess so I'm like yeah. is it kind of fair that they expect her to like learn a bit about fashion because like that's is her job yeah I think it probably is and like because she goes in being like oh this is all shit yeah. like this is this is all useless to me and like I feel like I feel like nowadays you just wouldn't get the job if that was your attitude because no. like because <laughs> it's so competitive they're like well we're clearly gonna take someone that actually like wants to be here yeah <laughs> but yeah no I do think it's kind of fair that she would like take an interest in fashion yeah I don't know yeah the makeover one here is uh is fraught for me <laughs> yeah <laughs> so like you sh- obviously should have an interest in like what you're doing <laughs> yeah it doesn't have to be immoral you know yeah. it's just a, it's just an enjoyable ride no <laughs> and also the moral is that madonna on any soundtrack makes it better oh my god amazing <laughs> so good it's such a good soundtrack did you also notice there's like a seal song that's like covered by um alanis morissette oh no which one you know that one that's like and we're never gonna survive unless we get a little crazy oh my god it's like the scene where they're doing the photo shoot yeah. with like the models that are like the urban jungle i just didn't know that song yeah it's like it's by seal but it's uh it's alanis morissette no way. Doing the cover, which is great <gasps> incredible <laughs> love that can't wait to put it on the playlist yes oh yeah there's some good ones for this Soon. yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah cool all righty all right well what should we do next week that sums it up i'm feeling maybe like 10 things i hate about you <gasps> yay okay yeah big just like classic. a proper classic yeah yeah mm-hmm. probably i mean we've had a small foray away from the teen high school movies ready to go back in <laughs> get me back to high school <laughs> didn't even like it but <laughs> i know right but i liked everyone else's high school movies <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah no 10 things I hate about you that's been a long time coming but it's such a great one yeah like when I think I about time. nostalgic movies that's like one of the first I would think about yeah so. 100% oh my god I'm so excited right. yeah. I remember watching this movie on my iPod Nano on the bus <laughs> with, um, my friend oh Lily. my god <laughs> incredible the tiny screen <laughs> Okay, can't wait. All right. Look forward to that. All right. Adios. Have a good week, everyone. Stop saying bye in different languages. Why is this becoming a thing? <laughs> oh, I love it. Auf Wiedersehen. <laughs> I don't know any of this. Hasta la vista. <laughs> Goodbye. Follow us on Instagram at Nostalgia Fix Podcast and Twitter at Nostalgia Fix Pod. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> or you can email us at nostalgiafixpodcast at gmail.com. And please rate, review, subscribe on whatever platform you're listening on. And we'll see you next time.